This is episode 322 on November 7th, 2019. Set your photo apps down, iPhone photographers. It's time for Tiny Shutter Podcast. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Tiny Shutter Podcast, where we talk about iPhone photography and, well, whatever we want. <laughs> I'm Joseph Ferreira. Uh, I'm Greg McMillan. And I'm Matt Hoffman. And Dave is on special assignment, Operation Fridge. And uh, so we <laughs> wish him well. And uh, we won't go too far into it because it is a secret mission. Um, <laughs> how are you guys doing? <laughs> Cold. Cold? <laughs> yes. We have snow up here. Yeah. Not yeah. that I don't think I don't think it's going to stay, but we have some snow. We got our first snowfall on the first of November, actually. Wow! So, yeah, there's that. <laughs> Welcome to Canada. <laughs> That's right. Well, yeah, we are getting into that time of year where the uh, the days are shorter, the nights are longer, and it does snow, except for here in South Carolina. All right. Um, <laughs> so if uh, if you're wondering where uh, last week's episode was, you'll keep wondering. Actually, if you listen to our last episode, uh, we mentioned briefly that we are going to take a break from doing every single week and doing every other week, uh, mainly because you know is we're. We're going to give this a try and see how this works and see if our creativity uh, increases. But so far, I like it. How about you guys? Yeah. Yeah, I'm digging it. I, think <laughs> well, it, I like uh, it. It gives us. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, it was my idea. So I definitely like oh. it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh yeah so yeah we uh so we're doing every other week which uh will also correlate with longer uh, uh photo challenges and and stuff like that but uh yeah we're we're not like slacking or anything well actually uh no we're not slacking we're just you know we're just trying a different format this is what seven years almost uh almost eight years uh, of uh of this of every week and uh you know so sometimes you need a little bit of a break and uh and and just try to try something change things up a bit so all right. Well, let me go ahead and move into our focus point. Focus point. All right, Greg, uh, why don't you explain it to everyone how we came up with this focus point and what it's about? Okay. Um, so throughout the, the week this week, I was trying to think of things that we can talk about on the show. And today, I had an idea that I would just ask uh, the listening audience, wh whoever's following me on Twitter anyway, and if they saw the tweet, um, what they'd like to hear us talk about. So I had a couple of different responses. Um, there's a fellow I work with who suggested wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> but unfortunately, Dave's not here. No. <laughs> and we can't talk about wrestling. So... 
Um, uh, there was another one that was uh, that said he was inspired by the episode where Mary Walker was on. I guess that was our last episode. Yeah. And um, you know, doing a creative art on on the iPhone and things like that. Um, I, I'm sure we'll talk about that again, but I think think tonight what we've decided to talk about is something that's pretty interesting as well, and it's called it, well, it's not called it's um it's basically shooting miniatures with your iPhone um, or smartphone and like just little wee toys and things like that, um, and you put them in different places with a real live background and it makes it look like it's part of the scene. And, uh, you know, oddly enough, uh, this fellow suggested this today, but about three, three days ago or so, um, I got an email from Flickr. It was like a newsletter thing or basically from smug mug cause they own Flickr now. And the, one of the stories uh, or videos, they have, they have these video features on there. And one of them was about this guy named Jerry business and he's out of San Francisco, I believe. And he goes to different places with all these little toys and does amazing, amazing photos with these toys to make it look like uh, almost like, well, they, they, they look like they belong in the scene. And he has a real, um, a real knack for, uh, you know, getting the shot and setting them up. And, and they're, they're just unbelievable. And, um, so I thought this might be an interesting topic to to touch on. Yeah, absolutely. Can I just quickly uh, say about that uh, smug mug video? Mm-hmm. Um, so first of all, that that one is is awesome. Um, if you're if you're looking for it, the title of the video is "Little Toys, Big World," and uh, they have a whole bunch of these videos. They're all like relatively short like seven eight minutes five minutes you know stuff like that and i just put out one this week um this uh girl who is from like siberia or something i i think um christina makiva and she goes to this this lake and i forget what the lake is called but um you know it uh it freezes solid and the ice is like real clear and you can see all the bubbles. And then there's like places along the, the shore that have these ice caves and stuff. And she just does these um, kind of almost like these fashion shoots there, like with these crazy giant dresses and stuff. And it just absolutely amazing photography. It's like not, you know, it's not stuff that like I would do, but I was just watching this video and I was like, wow, that, that is just incredible stuff. So, um, definitely check out the smug bug channel on YouTube. There's some really cool stuff on there. Yeah. Um, now just to, to interject for one minute here, we have someone who is trying to get in on this call. Yeah, I'm trying to pull him, pull him up. He says he's. Oh, <laughs> now he, imagine that he's having Skype issues. <laughs> who, who has Skype issues anymore? <laughs> That's why I didn't. <laughs> I know, right? It was, he says, "Yeah, he I, says, hang on." I had I had Skype issues too at the beginning, apparently, because 
Yeah, whatever. There was an update. I did the update and then it worked. Oh, interesting. Yeah. All right. This, I'll try it again. And actually, I listened to his uh, first uh, episode and I thought it was pretty good. Let's see the here. one with just him or the uh, yeah. the one with the first guest. Uh, no, I haven't listened to that one yet. It was just him. Okay, why isn't he? Yeah, that's on? the one I heard too. Can't add him. Add. Why? Ah. It's not showing that he's online, is it? Mark. Come on, Mark. Oh, there he is. Let me oh, try. There we go. I Hold on. Him. No, no, it's doing it. It's doing it. Oh, there he is. And I'm Mark Snowski. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was uncanny. Perfect timing. Perfect. That'll you blend right yeah. in. See. <laughs> I still because Matt, Matt just said, I'm Matt Hoffman. <laughs> you, you are a professional. That is without a doubt. That's, that's what we do. That is, um, I just finished recording uh, uh, a Fuji um, podcast. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I listened to Mount your first. Fuji. What's Mount that? Fuji. Like Mount Fuji in Japan? <laughs> That's the Cool. That's where I'll, I'll have to give that a listen. It sounds interesting. It's really good. Uh, it's a lot about uh, hiking up and then hiking down. Yeah, that's that's cool. Sounds that's like cool. it has its ups With and downs. It. Yeah. Ups and downs. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all right, you're done. You're done. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, c- congrats on the new show, Mark. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, I, I listened to your first one. Joe Joe said he just listened to it too recently, and uh, yep. um, it was the one where you just did it by yourself. There. The monologue, yeah. and, uh, it was good. Man, monologues are so hard. Yeah, oh yeah. I was explaining to uh, somebody who I just met. You know, I said, you know, you can do this type of stuff. I said, for me, it's a lot easier to have other people to talk to um, because I don't have to think of everything like right away I can listen to somebody and then formulate in my head what I can ask or what I want to say, but you, mon- just said I, you don't have to think. Right. <laughs> yeah. But monologuing, monologuing is just like, uh, it's a conversation with yourself or an imaginary audience. Yeah. Um, but cool. So uh, yeah, I, don't to, I don't know how super villains do it. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're destroying everything, but man, yeah. that's talent. Oh man, you got me monologuing. Yes, Incredibles. Um. <laughs> so, uh, Mark, we're uh, we're talking about our focus point, which is um, miniatures and macro photography. And uh, Greg was explaining to everybody uh, what he saw on Smug Mug. Nice. Go for it, man. Oh, we're done that part now. No. No, I'm just kidding. There we go. What, <laughs> what a riveting, riveting uh, tell. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> macro photography on the iPhone is a very interesting beast. Um, so how, uh, I, I know I'm late to the party um, and I'm crashing everything to, to <laughs> ruins, but I mean, part of the course at this point now. Um, <laughs> 
Uh, how many people are uh, are using the the lenses, and how many are using the native lens? So, okay, for me, I have both. I, I carry around the macro in my uh, pocket, and then I'll pull it out when I when I need it. But uh, pre show, I was telling Greg that uh, even the iPhones now have really good. Uh, especially for miniatures and, and not not quite macro, but getting getting in real close, it has a very good depth of field. Yeah, um, and so sometimes I'm I'm like, do I really need the macro unless it's something really small? But I I think for you know this subject, you don't need a macro lens, but uh, having a macro lens is is a plus. I would recommend everybody check out our YouTube channel where I used camera plus two and it's native macro feature to uh, photograph some Lego sets. Yes. Oh yeah. Plug. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why he's a professional. Um, yeah. So, uh, okay, let's get into this. So, Greg, uh, why don't you uh, take the helm and uh, uh, let's get into some discussion. Okay, sure. Um, so, so Mark, we were, we're talking about this guy named Jerry Business, and you can find him on Instagram. And his username for the toy picks that he does is shooting small, all one word. And um, he... You know, he takes these little little miniatures and he sets them up in different places and and uses real world background and and makes really interesting images with them. And on the uh, Smug Mug Medium page, so it's on Medium.com and and the Smug Mug they've got their own um, um, portfolio, I guess you could say, of stories or whatever. And um, he has some, a bunch of different tips for doing this kind of thing. And so they range from uh, like the first tip is location, location, location. And you know, if you watch the video on smug mug um, that Matt was talking about, I forget what he said. The name of it was uh, um, he shows you how he goes about setting these things up and, and the places that he goes. And, and in the video, there was one building in New York city that he went on the roof and he wanted to, um, re uh, recreate where John Lennon stood on the video or on the roof, and he had a portrait taken of himself. So he had a miniature, or well, it wasn't wasn't quite a, this one was a probably a toy about four or five inches tall or whatever. But he he held it up in such a way that it would almost be like that portrait of John Lennon standing on the building, um, you know, with the skyline in the background. So he does different things like that. Um, he he takes generally he takes these things wherever he goes. He's a musician and, and he's in some bands, uh, so he does some touring around, and um, he goes to places to uh, shoot these things. Um, so you know, everybody's got some place around them where they could probably set this up. Like in my hometown here, we've got a marina. So if I was to f- somehow get a a boat or like a toy boat or something i can i can set it up with the marina in the background and probably come up with something interesting and he's using this all on the iphone yes nice yeah um 
So, okay. So, and then he says, his second tip is travel light. So basically what he carries with him would be his iPhone, a toy or two. Um, he also uses a little light reflector card. So I guess that could, um, you know, light the, the front of the toy up in such a way that it would uh, make for a better image. And uh, he even carries a little light cube with him for some artificial light if he needs it. And some hand hand sanitizer because uh, he's laying on the ground for yes. most of his shots. So he says, he says, so I and my phone can get very dirty. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So that. So, yeah. And, and <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Joe. So uh, Mark uh, put in our uh, message he, uh, of the Jeep and I was looking at the lighting and uh, seeing how there are you know, multiple directions of the shadows. Uh, but yeah, I was, I was about to say either that was a reflector or it was a, uh, a light source that, um, uh, that he had. And then you just answered my question. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for that particular shot, I wouldn't be surprised if he used both. I you just know, looks like he may be of a Jeep and it's Joe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that, there it is. That's, Probably how we're mentioning him on the show now. <laughs> yep. Joe's <laughs> session with Jeeps. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I won't think of Joe and without thinking of this po- this picture now. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, for this picture here, it almost looks like he used the little light cube, you know, behind the Jeep. Like when I say behind, I mean the Jeep's almost facing sideways, but to, so to the left of the frame because the shadow goes off to the right side. But yet the fate, the the part of the Jeep that you're looking at looks very well lit. So it almost looks like he maybe used the light cube on the one side and the reflecting card to to bounce the light into the front to to give it some light. Um, so there's you know there's lots of ways to be creative with uh, with little props like that. Yeah, one like- of the items that I used for for my photo shoot. Uh, speaking of lights, yes, uh, I, I totally agree. Having the right kind of uh, additional lighting is absolutely key um what i used was something that i I mean i i'm not sure what what he's using for for his but i didn't want anything that was too overpowering i needed something that will just give that uh accent color um and what i used was uh the boom shot uh it's uh you could find it on uh in the description link in in the video that I did. Um, All right. A little bit of a product placement, but the, the cool thing about these lights is that you can, uh, change the strength and you can also change the color and you can kind of have that alternating warm tone, cool tone to, uh, help bring some mood and character to your environment to help with your subject. Um, and it really helps you control, give you that additional control. Because, I mean, there's a fine line between uh, making it look lifelike, uh, as lifelike as you can. You'll never 100% make it lifelike. And I don't think you want to make it 100% lifelike. No. But what you do want to do is give that uh, toy great scale, great character, and make it uh, um, make it just pop. Uh, 
and having the right light of uh, lighting source is absolutely crucial. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, like he, it, when you talk about, you know, to give the toys some scale and things like that, like he has um, some photos that he did in New York city where, uh, okay. So he's got one of King Kong and then up, up to the, uh, it's at nighttime and up behind is the, uh, the Empire State Building. So, I mean, how fitting is that, of course, right? Um, you know, and then there's others like, um, uh, there's one in, um, yeah, I should know the name of this place. Hey? Yeah, it's the Ghostbusters car in there. Yeah. What's but that it's... big train, Union Station? Is that the one yeah. that's the big, in, in New York City? Yep. Um, anyway, it, there's, so he's got a, a, a little toy and, and when you watch the video, th- these things are like, if they're an inch tall, you'd be, you'd be surprised. Um, but there's a guy, a, a toy of a man holding a sign that says the end is near and with the hustle and bustle of union station in behind him. And I remember in the video, he talked about this particular shot where he had to wait till people that were too close to the foreground got out of the way so that you know the toy would look like he's standing you know like a normal person would be and um you know so there's there's that part of it too is is timing and um um i i i you know i never used to think that this is something that i'd want to do but after seeing this guy's video i'm starting to get an interest in it and unfortunately my son is almost 30 years old and he doesn't have any of his toys left <laughs> So I'm gonna have to go to a flea market and, and see what I could find. Yeah, I told uh, I told Greg before. I said, "Yeah, I'm gonna have to go and and pull out my micro machines that I still have somewhere around here." Micro machines is too small. You need something that has a little bit more um, uh, mass to it. I Ma- think Matchbox, like, like and, Hot Wheels, and Hot Wheels. I got a yeah. ton here. I think. Or do we give them to I my think nephews? Matchbox cars are overdone too. I mean that's. All right, for Joe, get, get as many Jeeps as you can. Okay. Uh, that's, that's your job. Um, but I think, I mean, of course, Lego is overdone too. Um, what, 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 what kind of photography do you want to do with uh, miniatures? Who, me? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Um yeah, probably cars. I mean, I've always been an in, been inter- interested in cars and stuff, but I don't know. I, you know, it would just depend on what I find if I was to go to like a flea market or something like that. Um, you know, just whatever strikes me. I'm sure whatever toy I find, then the, the scene might hit me what I could do with it. So I'll just have to see, see what Before I can do. Go to a with, flea but, market, go to Walmart. Yeah, I could do that. <laughs> But it'll probably but if you go to a flea market, like this guy likes to use toys that are showing their age too. Um, I mean, it doesn't mean I have to, but I guess. But but that's another thing that he likes to do is have these toys that are that are weathered and and you know they're they're not new looking by any means. Yeah, I have a um, a 1957 Chevy Corvette 134th scale model sitting on my desk here that I've been intending to do something like this with it for geez, uh, a number of months now. 
and I haven't haven't gotten around to it, but I definitely want to play around with this. You're going to look at that card uh, and say, Fred, it's time. <laughs> it's definitely a cool car. It, w- it would be uh, pretty fun to you know make some make some pictures like this with it for sure. Yeah. And Dave, we need you to buy some WWF action figures. That's right. And, uh, and go to town. Do do your own wrestling show. That would be cool. So I just put a uh, picture from my Instagram uh, into the into the message, and uh, this is a little radio controlled Jeep that my son has, and then a dinosaur I stuck behind it. And uh, uh, so this is. This is close to, you know, close to it. So it is, they are toys. They're not real. Well, obviously the dinosaur is not real, but, uh, the, uh, the Jeep is a toy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That looks cool. It looks really cool with the black. Glad you had uh, specified black. the predicate there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have gone the other way around. Yeah. But. <laughs> so there's a lot. So another thing challenge. Yeah, just among us. I mean, we can bring it to the community for uh, their own version. But I I think, you know what? I think we'll have a good lens wipe challenge. Remember what we used to do? I don't even remember what we used to call it. Oh, gosh. We used to challenge ourselves to photo contests. Did we? Yeah. This is way back in the day. Yeah. We used to. uh, This was like nine years ago. This is a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know what it was, but challenge accepted. Oh, that's right. No, 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 no. Okay. So, yeah, we used to do it, and then uh, whoever won would get one internet. Yes. (laughs) I invented this contest. Yes. Guess you never won it. Mark never won. If I I got a Canadian internet, is that bigger or smaller? Uh, I think it's smaller. I think you need oh. more internets for uh, for for Canadians. Yeah, but, the exchange rate is. Yeah, Mark Mark never won, and that was always the thing uh, is that uh, Mark Mark never won. I um, never did. <laughs> <laughs> Golly, that's crazy! All right, um, all right. So yeah, I I I I'm up for a challenge and. If we open it up to the community, well, actually we are because we talked about it beforehand. Okay, spoiler alert: our, uh, <laughs> our, uh, we may do our next uh, uh, challenge as uh, miniatures and um, miniatures and macro stuff. But uh, yeah, <laughs> that'll be for the next episode um, to to uh, to start that off. But I'm well, up. I mean- Feel free to share your photos right now on uh, hashtag Tiny Shutter. That's right. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. And and just a quick tech tip on on doing this, um, you can turn your phone right upside down and put it put the uh, basically the top of the phone down by the ground so that the cameras are right down there and get a real good low vantage point. That um, you know that that could almost be necessary in in situations like this, unless you've got the toys propped up on something. But if if you're going to have them on the ground, then don't be afraid to just flip your phone right upside down and get down low. 
Yeah. And wear old old clothes because you could end up laying on the ground. Perspective is everything. You know, whether yeah. you're, um, you know, taking photos of children, you need to be on their level. Um, mm-hmm. If you're like, I took a picture. Did I take a picture? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I used uh, my friend's phone. <laughs> um, I took a picture of a fr- friend of mine in front of this 62 T-Bird. And, um, I, and I got down low so that the perspective was... Um, more in lines of what you would shoot a car, but also have a person in there. So you have to be able to compose your image in a way that's appealing because a lot of people, they stand up straight and they take a picture. If you're short, it may work. If you're tall like me, it doesn't work. It looks awful. Um, so you have to get down and uh, uh, make sure that the perspective is correct. I'm going to give you guys yeah. uh if you guys have your phones out, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. All right. Go to the Instagram account, Bricktograph. All right. Brick T-O graph. This was my old account that I was doing some miniature work with. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so I did this with Lego. And did you do this with six with Cisco? Uh, no, this was my own stuff. Okay. This is, uh, this is many, many years ago. This is, uh, (laughs) this is 2016. Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) This is, this is some good stuff here. Um, so the way I made this is a pizza box, potting soil. Um, I grabbed a bunch of, uh, pine uh pine branches from outside and like you know cut them up and everything and uh the the way i recreated the snow is i used uh uh baking soda oh yeah no, that's good. and most of them are star wars you know back when we 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 liked the new star wars yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so and and then you used uh photoshop to uh do the lightsabers correct yes that's all uh that 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 is photoshop um and, and of course these weren't shot on the iphone uh, iphone this was on my fuji but creating the setting i thought was uh w- w- what i really wanted to mention it's amazing what you could do with a pizza box yeah, actually, you know, it's it's amazing what you can do with some imagination. Um, I mean, there, there's that. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, uh, pizza box. Um, I mean, some people go they they go overboard and they'll like they'll buy a light box or something like that that's specially made for product photography or stuff like that. But you, you can you can create all that yourself. Get a shop light, uh, some light bulbs, and, you know, get creative. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd like to give a shout-out to Sunset Sam is his Instagram handle. Um, he's the one that come up with this uh, su- suggestion for something to talk about tonight on t- on Twitter. Oh, yeah. So thank thanks, uh, Sunset Sam, for the idea and for actually – sparking some creativity in me because I never really thought of 
shooting stuff like this, but you know, after talking about it a little bit more and and watching the uh, Jerry business video on it, um, I think I'm kind of interested and I want to give it a shot. Right on. All right, I'm up for the challenge. Me I'm in. <laughs> We're Me too. In. <laughs> you <laughs> have <laughs> my. <laughs> well, cool. All right. Well, uh, let's do this because um, I, I want to get into some other things. Let's go ahead and move into our uh, post pick of the week. All right, Matthew, go ahead and uh, tell us who has won this week's internet. This week's internet? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, it'd be helpful if I was ready. Very <laughs> helpful. <laughs> okay. So, so uh, like you mentioned earlier, the, the – um, uh, post pick of the week challenge is now four weeks long. So every, uh, you know, the, in between that we will be, uh, picking from the, uh, tiny shutter hashtag. Uh, so that's what we're doing this week. And, um, I went through and scrolled a little bit and an image from Vincent dot Bach jumped out at me pretty quickly here. Um, this is a, uh, a photo looks like uh, pr probably taken on a subway. Uh, um, and I think he's inside the. The station. Uh, I can't tell if he's. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's what it, what it would be. So he is in the station and it looks like he's relatively close to the edge of the train platform because the, the side of the uh, subway uh, train is, is, you know, it looks like it's really close to him. And basically um, he caught one of the, the windows in this picture and you could see inside the train and you could see a person sitting in the seat on kind of the opposite side of the train. And you could see um, kind of perfectly out the window on the other side of the train to the, the people that are standing on the other side of the uh, platform. Yeah. So this picture is weirded me out the more I look at it and, and think about it because the way it's shot, it, it looks like the train itself is moving. There's like this, this blur to some of it and the uh, like the, the seats and the person inside the train are blurred but the window on the other side of the train and, and the um, the people that are outside that window on the opposite side of the uh, station, they're like perfectly sharp. Um, so it's like that window um, was in the frame for just that long of a fraction of a second that yeah. he was able to capture those people sharp, but all the other stuff is kind of whizzing by and, and he got that motion blur. So it's, I don't know. It's a, that's it, a head trip to think about. Um, but it's, you know, it's just something that caught my eye. It's very unique. 
Um, you could see a little bit of reflection too in the window. Like you could see a little bit of like a curved uh, wall, um, you know, that's kind of next to him. And you could also see his legs uh, in the, uh, or I'm going to assume that that's his legs yeah. in the photo as well. Uh, and it's weird because they line up almost perfectly yes. with where the legs for the person sitting in the train would be. So it's like this blurry upper half of, of a person and then these sharp lower legs, but they're not, you know, they're not that person's legs. They're the photographers. I, I don't know. I'm probably not doing a good job of explaining this image. It's very difficult to explain, but it's just so crazy and unique. I, I just, I'm excited to, to, share this on our um instagram and on uh facebook and whatnot because i think everyone needs to see this it's really cool yeah absolutely it's a great piece on street photography with the iphone oh yeah definitely definitely yeah so you know you guys know i I like to try to pick pictures that are not like genres that i do myself right um you know I, i have an appreciation for a lot of different genres, even if I don't, you know, shoot it myself or whatever. Um, so yeah, this is super cool. Uh, it's kind of a lucky shot, but I think a lot of street photography is, uh, to a degree. Um, you know, there's a lot of patience and a lot of luck and, uh, you know, probably some planning that goes along with it, but this shot just looks lucky to me. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Greg? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Mark. No, no, no. I'm, uh, I'm agreeing with uh, Matt. It, it, it is uh, dedication to just being patient and hitting the shutter button at the right time. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Greg? Well, pretty much everything that uh, that you guys have said. Um, a chance, yes, it probably was pretty good chance that he took the shot but i mean how many shots did he take to get it uh, i mean i've i've tried shooting moving objects and things like that before too and sometimes you have to get uh you know four five six whatever however many it takes to get actually the the right uh moment in time frozen like this and um you know the 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 thing that makes me wonder is how fast was the train going was it just kind of slow or was it moving really quick uh it's hard to tell with the blur i mean it's kind of a low light situation so i want to think that it was going kind of slow otherwise it might be blurred even more if it was going really fast but um you know that's that's just the intriguing part of the whole thing it's uh it just makes you wonder i mean the people in the on the other side of the platform are literally frozen you know there's no not much blur in them at all if any so uh just makes me wonder how fast the train was going and um um you know for that matter how much light there was available to him. So yeah, it, it's it's a really cool shot. And I was looking at his profile and he has a lot of street stuff on there too. Um it, you know f- weird angles, different perspectives, uh looks like some maybe shot incognito like you know holding the phone down on his side type of thing. So it's uh he he's looks like a pretty pretty interesting street photographer. Yeah, um, I like it the the frame within a frame the uh, contrast between 
still in motion, even even the different color temperatures that are in there uh, are contrasting. And, and so, yeah, this is a very intriguing image and good job, Matt, for uh, picking it. So <laughs> yay me. Thank you. We're giving <laughs> all the credit for this one. That's right. <laughs> awesome. Do, do I win an internet? Woo-hoo. You do actually. Yeah. All right. <laughs> You're going to have to take this guy's internet that would have gone to him. Oh, <laughs> that's right because there's so few of them all right well congratulations vince vincent and uh his uh handle is vincent.bach b-a-c-h and uh you can find him on instagram congratulations vincent you are our post pick of the week winner if you'd like to be chosen as post pick of the week you have one thing you have to do Actually, take that back. Two things you have to do. One, take a picture. And two, use the hashtag tiny shutter. <laughs> While posting it. While posting it, yes. So that's kind of... Well, this, this is just getting more and more complicated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very cool. So next, uh, next episode, uh, we will pick from the... Uh, from the Facebook group and finish off dusk. Um, dusk is the end of the day in case you didn't know. And so finishing off dusk. Uh, <laughs> and so far we have like 44 comments in that one. So there's plenty of time and plenty of opportunity to get that, get those images in there. So don't hesitate. All right. Now- now with the clocks changed, uh, there's plenty of dust to go around. <laughs> yes, yeah. Is. For me, it's like five o'clock. Oh, so all right. Um, and actually, Mark, I am glad you're on the show uh, because you know <clears throat> I wanted to go through and see what everybody's been up to, and so I'm going to pick you last. Um, but uh, I want to start off with Greg. What have you been up to, man? Well, just uh, getting the snow tires on the vehicles uh, <laughs> is something that we have to do this time of year. And, uh, <coughs> excuse me, uh, I was able to get out uh, over the last couple of weeks to get the last of the fall colors. And, um, you know, so I'm, I've been uh, experimenting with some of that. And, you know, a, a little thing happened. I, I started shooting a little more raw photos with halide and trying, you know, just trying different apps for, um, developing them. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I've got Luma B that's, that's my favorite, but I've been playing around with dark room and ACDC pro and things like that. So I was out one day and I shot a few photos and I got home and, and I went to process them and none of these apps would open the raw files. And I'm thinking, well, what's going on here? So I went into Halide, and in the photo viewer part of Halide, it wouldn't even open a raw file that I took with that app. You know, you go you go to open it, and I had this big pop-up with all this code and stuff on it. So I reached out to the Halide guys on Twitter, and um, they were looking into it, and they come back to me and said that it's a it was an iOS 
the 13 deal. Uh, I don't know if it was 13.1.3 or, or whatever, whatever it was. No, actually, I was on 13.2. Who can? It, it, it's confusing. I wish they would stop numbering them. But anyway, uh, I had the latest version of Halide, and I had the, the latest version public version of iOS. I'm not on the beta anymore. And it, it lasted about two hours. And then all of a sudden, bang, I could open them and, and work with them. So it was really strange. And But of course, now I think it was yesterday, yesterday or today that uh, iOS came out with 13.3 or no, 13, I don't know, a, an update anyway, that fixed some issues with the RAM and things like that, but I don't know if that was related to it or not because, like I said, it only lasted a couple of hours. So if you if you shoot raw, and if you have this issue, um, let Apple know because there's something going on with 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 iOS and raw files. But um, I'm a, hopefully the, hopefully hopefully the update fixed it. I'm on thirteen point snow leopard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, what is this newest one here? Just so I can... 13.2.2 is the latest one that came out uh, either yesterday or today. So I haven't had any issues with it so far, but we'll see. But other than that, um, uh, not too much. Uh, You know, like I say, I I was shooting around town, things like that. Whenever I take the dogs for a walk, I always stop and take a few photos and um, I just, you know, got some of the, the latest fall, the, the last of the fall colors. Our, our trees around here now are pretty much leafless unless they're um, a coniferous. Yeah. And those technically aren't leaves. No. <laughs> very good. <job. laughs> oh, very cool. Matt, which are you winning in it? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Joe's in the south, but they don't have pine trees. They have, uh, they have cactus, pine, cactus. They have I vines. Wish. They have yeah. humidity. Yeah, and we. I'm hoping that the rain right now will knock all the leaves off my trees. The just we have too many leaves right now, but it's it's still all red, so it, it looks nice. But uh, yeah, Matt, what have you been up to? Um, I've been super duper boring. Um, so I started a new job and yeah, while that is good, it's pretty much dominated my time, uh, since I guess last week when I started it. So I haven't really had a whole lot of time to get out and shoot. Um, I did go out one day last, last week. Um, and took a, a colleague who is here from, uh, oh, I don't know, s- somewhere in North Carolina, Gr- Greens, Greenville, Greensboro, Greensboro. So, some, Probably, yeah, yeah. So, gr- green something. Yeah. Um, anyway, his, it was his first time to Ohio and Cleveland and stuff. So I, uh, took him, uh, like downtown and stuff and, you know, he, he was uh, kind of enjoying getting, like, city skyline shots and stuff like that. So I kind of, you know, joined in and just did some 
quick handheld pictures with like halide and whatnot. And, you know, they, they turned out okay for being uh, nighttime with an iPhone 10. Um, but nothing, nothing I'm going to share. And I, I did some other photography too, but it wasn't iPhone related. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I've been traveling also was in, uh, Harrisburg PA for a weekend and I'm actually headed back there again this weekend. Uh, so just a, a lot of driving and a lot of, um, working. <laughs> so yeah. I'm kind of boring right now. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> um, yeah, for myself, uh, a couple things I did a, um, I did a, a gig for friends of friends of ours. They had a little mini family reunion and uh, whipped out the old Canon 6D and uh, uh, took some pictures and you know had some fun with that. And it was nice to play around with that camera for a bit. But uh, lately, I've been really digging that new app called um, Ima Engine. The one that, uh, uh, the one that, um, Mary, Mary, thank you. Uh, had, uh, <laughs> told us, told us about, it. you know, I don't know what it is about me, but every once in a while, my, you know, I get vapor lock, but, um, I had actually Whittly get my age. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to, I'm going to post it and I'll put these, uh, I'll put these on in the show notes, but I'm going to put in, uh, two images and, uh, have you guys see what I did. But, um, I had, let's try that. Um, I took a marker and a piece of paper and sketched out basically a crude um sort uh, yeah it was a you know, kind of a crude rendition of what i wanted knowing that the app was going to do a majority of the work and i um so i i made like a five-year-old would make uh drawings and and write out uh letters and everything and then in imogen uh i imported it in there and used a um a setting let's see and make sure i get it right i used a setting called uh ink and what it did was it actually took and 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 it made it look like i put some effort into it (laughs) (laughs) um but it, you know, it's amazing what you can do. Cause I was thinking to myself, I'm, I'm sitting at my desk thinking, all right, I need to make out this, uh, this list of things that's happening at the church. And, and it's, it's fall, you know, this, this month we're talking about being thankful and, and I was like, I really didn't want to have to scour the web and try to find something that would fit. And so I said, you know what? I just want a sun. I want a bird, a couple leaves, and put, uh, you know, some words on there and make it look good. And I and I remembered the app. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to give that a try. And it actually turned out decent. I was really pleased it with it. Um, and uh, and so I, I I was able to 
take it and uh, get rid of some of the coloring. So it was just uh, just the the letters and the images were uh, were a color, and the background was white because it kind of gives it a a little bit of a uh, a tint or a, uh, a a sort of a pinkish beige uh, background. This particular setting. And, uh, and I really liked it. I thought it was fun. So I highly re- recommend getting it and paying, paying for it too. Um, you can get it and play around with it, but if you want to actually save the images, then I think it's like two ninety nine or something like that. It was definitely well worth it. Um, so yeah, I've been, you know, playing around with that and, um, you know, just having fun with, with it. So, and then tomorrow, uh, I'm, I've been bacheloring it because, uh, uh, the, the family went up to Maryland to go visit my sister-in-law. And so I'm probably going to get out and I was thinking of going to Crowder mountain or go somewhere up in the mountains and, you know, just kind of get away and, uh, take some pictures and have, you know, have some fun. Just me, just myself. I'm, I, I only have to be in charge of myself. And that's scary. Um, no. <laughs> so, but yeah. So Mark, 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 Mark. Yes. I'm glad you're on the show. And uh, I thought it would be a good opportunity for you to share uh, with everybody what you have been up to. Yeah, this and that. This and that. <laughs> no, I've, uh, so a, a few things have happened. Um the folks over at Fuji Love Magazine have asked me to be their new host for their podcast. What? Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's uh, fun stuff. Uh, I mean, as many of you know, uh, I'm also a Fujifilm photographer in addition to iPhone photography. And so uh, I am their new uh, host where I get to interview and talk about all the latest and greatest with uh, Fujifilm. Uh, but in addition to that, I've been doing a lot of uh, video recording. So I've recorded three videos for the Tiny Shutter uh, YouTube channel, and now I'm in post-production on those. Woohoo! Uh, one of them is all about uh, IC, uh, what is that? ICM photo- uh, photography. And what that is is intentional camera movements so you're basically doing a slow shutter but blurring the crap out of the photos just for that abstract look and if you've looked at my instagram feed you'll notice that there are a few of those already posted uh my instagram being uh mark sadowski mark with a c and it's a lot of fun i've been using slow shutter cam as my app of choice to do the uh, long exposures and uh, it, it's something that people do with the digital cameras where it's a minor wrist movement, but with slow shutter cam being simulated long exposures, we tend to have to over exaggerate our movements. So while on the DSLR, it's like a simple flick of the wrist. It's more like a whole body movement with the, with the iPhone. So I'm like just spinning it around and trying to get an effect. Uh, it's been a lot of fun though. Uh, the, the cool thing about abstract art is that, uh, it's abstract and technically it's art. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, 
And so you can make a lot of interesting things with just one setting and uh, depending on what kind of movement you do will change the the photo drastically. And then the post-production on that, uh, playing with the colors and warm tones, uh, the, the, the saturation and the white balance, it's, it's pretty fun. Uh, I, I really suggest everybody try it out, especially after you watch the video, which will be out hopefully next week. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm you know even though I'm doing the Fuji Live podcast, I'm still you know very much into uh, the the iPhone photography community, and uh, I am not stopping at all. So nice. Yeah, That's cool. Yeah, um, that was a. Uh, I thought that was really cool that they reached out to you to, to host the show and, um, and do that being that, you know, gosh, <laughs> when did you do your Fuji uh, podcast? Was it a few years ago? It was three years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that is the most interesting thing about this is, uh, you know, you, no matter what you're doing, always give it a try. Absolutely. Uh, because this came, uh, I, I mean, three years ago, I did this podcast on Fujifilm where I tried to be very NPR-like, where it was going to be focused on Fujifilm stories. And my back then, three years ago, I was still kind of half and half in the, the realm of Fuji and the realm of Canon. And I was making my transition. And this was supposed to be the documentation of me going from the 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 canon set to the fuji set and and i did some interviews here and there and yeah. i've only i only did 11 episodes um and, and then i stopped because i actually i actually did it i, I became a you know used fuji film you know all the time now yeah and, and, and then i got busy with actual work yeah with uh, wedding gigs and all that stuff and it's like all right, you know, I'll get back to it. And at that time, it was either photo, you know, do do a Fujifilm podcast or do a Tiny Shutter podcast or a Tiny Shutter video. And I would pick Tiny Shutter. Right. Uh, I'm like, yeah, I'll get back to it. I'll get back to it. Right. You know, next next time, next next month, next month. And sure enough, three years go by, and it's like, oh, okay, <laughs> where does the time go? Uh-oh. And cue that song, you know. <laughs> I can't remember the. Uh, Would have been funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. So let me give myself this. <laughs> let, let me uh, let me give people a perspective into. Uh, Cats in the cradle. That's the one. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, let me give, let me, let me give people a perspective when it comes to podcasting. Um, I still feel like I'm a noob at it. Okay. Um, and like I said, I've been participating in podcasting now for, uh, eight, almost nine years, something like that. Um, and I've noticed he's a veteran. now. I know. Right. Um, but people don't realize that it there is a a lot of uh stick to that you need in order to uh have the longevity uh i see a lot of people that go and they're really good and they they end up burning themselves out um 
And, and a lot of times they burn themselves out and uh, either they're by themselves or they may have one other person. And, and like with tiny shutter, uh, I, I think it's been successful because you had more, uh, typically more than two people. You know, there was that period of time where it was just Matt and myself, but, um, it, it was having more people on the podcast helps because more minds help, uh, stay creative or to, you know, kind of push each other to, to, to keep going. Um, but then also, I think there's something to be said to not, uh, not overdoing it. Um, there's been particular podcasts that have flamed out because of it, um, or they've just faded out because, you yeah, know, that, that I mean, type of look thing. at the very beginning of Tiny Shutter. It was just me and Matt and no one else. Ah. Uh, and, and, you know, we, we kept going and then we grad, you know, we introduced, uh, you, Joe. And then, and and then, uh, then I, I, uh, I kind of got flamed out after doing it for so long. And then, uh, and then I remember when Matt got flamed out for that five minutes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we've, uh, you know, th- this show has been, if anything has evolved with, with, with the times and it, I, th- th- this is why we are the, 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 the very best iPhone photography podcast out there in the world. Yeah. I mean, we're also, we're the, the only, only. <laughs> <laughs> yes. we, we don't need to, we're still number one. We're still number one. Woohoo! It doesn't matter how we get it, but we are number one. <laughs> No, I, I, and that's the well, other thing people have tried, right? That, that's right. One thing I want to emphasize, it's a, it's, it's a punchline for, for us, but like we have seen so many iPhone photography shows that, that pop on and after about four, maybe five episodes, they're gone. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, some lasted longer than others and, and, and then, but, but eventually they, they, they turn into ghost towns. Uh, whereas we <laughs> refuse to die. <laughs> 322 baby, 322. No, it's, it's hard because, uh, you, you know, there, it's hard to find, um, sort of something that somebody else isn't doing and, and going with it. Uh, and it hasn't been that we're trying to corner the market or anything like that. It's, it's more in lines of that we have the passion for it. And this is what we love either, either the passion or we're really crazy. Um, well, or the, we have that, nothing better to do. <laughs> <laughs> but in actuality, it was to corner a market actually. It was literally to quarter that market. <laughs> yeah. In the beginning, because we, when, when we were doing lens wipe, it was like every single episode, it's like, oh, you know what? I've been doing more with my iPhone, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and then, uh, then you guys got together and said, hey, let's do one on iPhone photography. And I was, I was like, thank you. You know, there was at, at least a show that was dedicated to iPhone photography, because at that point I, I was ready to ditch my 30D. And just go straight with the iPhone and, and, and do that. And so, you know, it's, it's 
I've been thankful that we've been able to do this and, and have fun with it, but you know, and I'm also glad that you're, uh, you know, kind of branching off too and, uh, and have the backing to be able to do that, uh, that podcast because, uh, you know, I think, I think a lot of times people like think, Oh, I, th- I can do that. But then like, you know, like we said, they can, they can burn out or, you know, and then, and then it's hard to find somebody who has actually had the experience to come in and have the expertise in that subject to be able to carry a show. And I think you got it. Thanks, man. Yeah. So cool. So yes, that's what I've been up to. That's awesome. Well, cool. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's do this. Let's, uh, let's go around the room and, uh, tell everybody where they can find you because I think we have ourselves a show. So actually let's start with you, Mark. You could find me on fujilove.com, uh, the Fujilove podcast. Uh, that that's the first plug. Um, but you could also find me on Instagram or Twitter. I'm at Mark Sadowski. Awesome, Greg. You can find me on Instagram at McMillan Photo. On Twitter, McMillan what? underscore. Oh, what? <laughs> I thought. Oh, you- yeah. I didn't ditch it. I was thinking about it. Never use it again. You said <clears throat> I would rather rot in hell <laughs> somewhere <laughs> in, in, in in a warm place, possibly Australia, where everything there is ready to kill you. <laughs> I'd just stay at Craig's place. <laughs> and we'd we'd have birthday cake every day. <laughs> Killer cake. Killer cake. <laughs> I was I was really thinking about leaving Instagram, but I have too many friends, I guess you can call it, there who I've met through that community. And I would miss that more than I would like I obviously I don't miss Facebook, but I would really miss the the camaraderie um of the folks on Instagram. And I'm willing to put up with the fact that it's owned by Facebook to be there. You put up a wall text that I almost read. (laughs) (laughs) Explaining why you left. (laughs) Why I was thinking of leaving. (laughs) I'm not afraid to to admit I put my tail between my legs and I, you know, picked up my toys and went home. But, you know, it's... Sometimes I should just keep my mouth shut before I actually say what I want to do and and take a little more time to think about it. And that was one of those cases where I just didn't take enough time to think about it. And now that I've thought about it, yeah, I'm, I'm going to stay. And Because yeah, like I say, I really do enjoy the people on there. It's the people. It's it's like anything. It's the people that, that keep me going. Sure. So, excuse me, use. But, um, you know. <laughs> Uh, what, what, what was the nail in the coffin with I am? Um, because I knew that service wasn't going to last. Are you asking me? Yeah. I was on there, but I never really, never, that, never that really was, got on there too much. That was me. It was that Matt. Was, yeah. Yeah. Matt, oh. Matt was a lot more active on I am. 
That, that's that's great. <laughs> he was he, there, he, was, double, there double, wasn't double separate. There <laughs> wasn't really a, a nail in the coffin for me. It was just you know I don't know. It's like everything else. After a while, I just get tired of it. Yeah. Well, anyway, you can find me on Instagram. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> At Macmillan Photo. On Twitter, Macmillan underscore photo. On Day Flash with just Macmillan. And on the Artful iPhoneography com- community, um, just with my name, Greg Macmillan. Awesome. Matt. All right. You can, uh, you can check me out on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Flickr, Day Flash. And the artful eye phonography community at M Hoffman Photo. All right, uh, you can find me on Instagram at Joseph Ferreira, and you can actually do the same thing with uh, with Day Flash. Even though I kind of uh, don't do it that often, but uh, uh, yeah, just find me on Instagram at Joseph Ferreira, and uh, and then uh, oh, look at here, uh, Dave is back from his secret mission called Fridge. Go ahead, Dave, tell everybody boom. where they can find you. Boom, right, boom, right out of nowhere. <laughs> uh, you can find me on uh, Dayflash Instagram, Twitter as Prof Pod, and in the group as Dave Podner. Awesome. You can find links to the show notes and everything else by going to tinyshutter.com. All right. Well, stick around for after the uh, uh, sound bites and we'll get a little bit into what Dave's been doing. We'll see you guys <laughs> next week. Say goodbye to everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Hi and bye. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave us a review and a five-star rating. See you next week. No, I'm, not, I'm, I'm talking over right now. We're I'm wrecking it. We're all fine I am here. wrecking no, it. Thank you. How are you? I don't know What's how it's going to be. What's our trajectory? 95% certain this will end in massive. And only Joe knows it because we can't hear it. And the other 5%. Irrelevant, sir. Barely. All right. <laughs> Barely. Barely. <laughs> oh, Dave, how are you doing, man? Oh, man. It, oh, it's been it's been exciting. We told we told Thanks, everybody you've been positive. Yeah, we told everybody you were on a secret mission and that it was codenamed uh, Fridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it actually all started yesterday. Wait, wait, wait. Before you begin. Yeah. I, I got a bounce, guys. All right, man. Oh, okay. All right. Talk to you later. All right. Good. See you, Mark. Yeah, see you, Mark. See you, Mark. <clears throat> Go ahead, Dave. Okay, no problem. It actually all started yesterday. Ruth normally works from home on Wednesdays. And she happened to go in the freezer like, huh, this stuff's, it's not as cold, you know, it's not as hard and cold as it should be. But we, um, over the weekend, we were like, oh, we, we need to get something, but we don't have any cold packs. We'll just buy a bag of ice and no big deal. We'll have ice at home. We're like, oh, we already have almost a full bag of ice. So it was like, yeah, the freezer was kind of packed full. So we thought, well, maybe we didn't leave enough, you know, 
air room in the freezer. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, we'll get, run, run, we'll get rid of one bag of ice. We'll have airflow. Everything will work good. And she did that. I'm at, I'm at work. She's at home trying to do all this. And it's like, yeah, <clears throat> the kind of the ice cream bars we have are they're frozen coffee bars. Uh-huh. They're like, they're soft. Yeah. They're like ice cream. So it's like, okay, the freezer's dead, but the fridge is still working good. So it's okay, you know, things are starting to thaw out, so we can cook some things tonight. And we'll cook some things, you know, and we were thinking tomorrow night, Thursday night, we can come home, cook some things, put it in the fridge, we're good. You know, so we won't have anything in the freezer, we'll have to throw stuff out from the freezer, but the fridge is still working. So we're at least in good shape that way. Get home today. And we start cooking the stuff up that we have in the fridge. And it's like, okay, it's still kind of frozen stuff in the fridge is still cool. And I'm like, hon, it, it doesn't feel as cool as it should be. I mean, it's cool. You know, it's cool to, to touch, but it feels like it should be colder. And then while we're like cooking. Canada. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and as we're going along and I'm like, yeah, hon, it's, it's, it's kind of damp in the fridge. You know, it's it's not even a matter of cold. The humidity starting to get kicked up there. And it's like, and the fridge died 24 hours after the freezer died. And we're like, okay, well, we have to get, we last night when the freezer died, we're like, okay, well, obviously nothing can be ever fixed these days. So last night we got, we bought a new fridge, but it's like, oh, you need it delivered. That'll be two weeks down the road. Ugh. We're like, okay, you know, we, we can survive two weeks with a fridge only. Right. And tonight's like, we need something. Just, we, 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 we can't survive two weeks without any kind of refrigeration free, you know, something. That gets expensive. we only have one. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, we're going to have to eat out every night now. And that doesn't yeah. work. No. <laughs> so I ran off and bought one of those. Mini, not it's a little bit, it's bigger than a dorm fridge. Um, but it's like a three foot high fridge, yeah, just enough to like put cream and butter and eggs and some cheese and not much else, <laughs> yeah. Okay, hold on, you know. All right, say good night to everybody. Oh, night, everyone. <laughs>